Welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. And today we are joined, as you probably know, because you listened to Graduation Day Part 1 by Dayanne Hutton. Hello, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wonderful, wonderful friend of ours, uh, incredible actor person. Uh, we mentioned your stuff in I'm part one. I'm going to put that one. on my resume. Actor person. <laughs> Incredible actor person. Incredible actor person. Actor person. <laughs> we just do actors all day. <laughs> uh, you might recognize her from Emma Approved, Life is Strange, uh, and I had the pleasure of writing for you, you on did. social media. Yeah, why didn't you mention that? Uh, it was, we were waiting for it now. <laughs> uh, which Perfect. 40 minutes later, we, we oh. couldn't have done it an hour before. <laughs> uh, and it was so cool because I know that you were involved in social media because we know Tara and Donovan, who's a previous guest of the podcast. Uh, And it was was so great because I was like... well, this is such an awesome opportunity to write something for you. And it was yes, so fun. You did such so a good job. Much, thank you so much. I was so happy that she asked me to do that part because I don't ever get asked or chosen audition book roles that are like the mean girl. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I got to play like this awful person was just like, yes, all right, let's <laughs> expand. The way you guys played it was like, it was the fates mixed with Haim. And that's how you guys, like... Well, Tara kept being like, I see you guys as, like, Taylor Swift, because I see Taylor Swift as a mean girl, so just, like, be mean girl Taylor Swift. <laughs> that's what she kept telling me. It's kind of... Uh, I mean, we, we'll get to the Buffy stuff in a second, but that's really interesting, because, like, Taylor Swift is kind of... A mean girl. Yeah. yeah. But, like, people treat her like she's, like... Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's kind of freaking me out. That's, yeah. like, a little, like, Trumpy in the way. It's I mean, she's been trolled so hard by... By Yeezy, best friend. No, but she's also one of those Trump. people True. where it's like you, like whenever she does those things where it's like Fourth of July party, like whenever she's like hanging out with celebrities, like it's literally in this. I don't know. This is like a thing that this is like a rumor that I've heard living in Los Angeles, blah blah blah. But it's like it's literally in people's like you have to have like a friendship contract with like Taylor Swift, basically. So it's like if you're one of those people that hangs out with Taylor Swift, like when you notice people posting photos with Taylor Swift. Like, it's kind of a thing that you have to do. It's like, if you hang out with Taylor Swift, you have to post, like, a photo of you hanging out with her. Like, it's like this weird... I can't. It's just... It's this weird fake thing where it's like... She's, like, just taking herself as a business to a whole nother level that's, like, on one hand, like, whoa, good for you, you're doing it and making it work. But on the other hand, freaky, can you be a human? Like, I don't know. It's so, and like every time she's dating someone, that's why like with the whole Tom Hiddleston thing, they're like, is this fake? Is this an act? Because like everything she does seems like it's like an act. Yeah. Like I know, I don't know if you guys wanted to get Taylor Swift on the podcast. I'll I'll, I'll speak up for Taylor. Yeah? Um, Lots. (laughs) Look, Taylor's had some some rough breakups. Sure. And they've really defined her. But she doesn't have to make all of her relationships like super public. Of course she that's does. That's a choice that she that's makes. That's her brand. Yeah, see? Uh, that's what we're saying, is that yeah. she makes everything a brand. Like, she's not a real human person. I'm just person. starting to, like, so Or actor person. I spent, I <laughs> or musician person. <laughs> <laughs> or writer person. She sings a, she sings a, she sings a catchy tune. She's I mean, a singer person. She's a singer, she's a singer person. person. <laughs> she sings a catchy tune. And she hey, does. She does. Between the feud of, of, of Taylor versus Yeezy, Taylor ain't appearing with Donald Trump. Not yet. That's true. Not yet. Uh, yeah. Did you see that she one? She also hasn't said anything against him, though. 
Yeah. Would not. Just writing a breakup song about him too. <laughs> Did you see that one uh, tweet that was a picture and there was like this dude in the background of the Trump Kanye picture was this guy like kind of looking distressed in the back and someone made some comment that time, was like this time travel joke. the time travel yeah. guy who was just like just too late to stop <laughs> Kanye being like no Kanye don't. Oh. It's really funny because I met up with one of my friends from high school and he just got a new job and uh, he works for. He works for Vice, but, like, a subset of Vice, so he literally kind of sits in a basement all day and watches, like, live feeds. Mm. So, currently, he has to watch, like, a live feed from Trump Lobby. Oh, God. And he's basically just like, yeah, we're just sitting there waiting for something exciting to happen. And I was like, oh, Kanye was in there the other day. He's like, yeah, that woke me up. I was just, like, sitting there, and all of a sudden, it's like, Kanye's there, and then I have to, like, message people and start recording, like, all this other stuff. But he's just like, my job is to sit in a basement and watch live feeds of the Trump Tower Lobby. And I was like, oh, my God. I would do that with like an aquarium or like an ocean camera or like a camera that's overlooking yeah it's like, like a pets. live feed with like kittens or something yeah, yeah. it's like oh wait uh, i'm starting to play with a thing record yeah i would like that guys i, I used the live feed feature on instagram yeah. for the first time and it was when i was sick so i just was live feeding the cats playing <laughs> and i was like guys i'm sick here's the cats <laughs> i'm chasing yeah. like crawling around the apartment <laughs> trying to find them I was like, oh, this is what you get. I'm a cat lady. Bye. <laughs> Did people like help you find the cats with their live suggestions? <laughs> no. I They didn't go too far. I just was like, couldn't move much because I wasn't feeling well. So I was like, where'd you go? Oh, uh, come back. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing now is that you can have kind of like those live feeds set up for like either your children or like your pets. So it's like I've worked on like sets with people and I've noticed it's mostly oh, with yeah. like editors. Yeah. Well, they'll be like, oh, hey, look what my cats are doing. And they'll just like oh. export certain clips and they be like, have... hey, I sent you this video of my cat. Yeah, there's like a box thing and you can like check in on your pets and I know someone has one where you can even like put in a feature like hook into a feature where you can turn it on and they hear you yeah you can talk to them that's crazy yeah should I put us live on our Instagram right now (laughs) just for fun Fonzies. Let's try it. I mean, we could. We're going. Okay. Yeah. But we'll continue the video. <laughs> Omar's like, I'm not sure. Let's bring this back. <laughs> um, so, if in case you missed part one, uh, you can go and check that out because it's just, it's the previous thing that just is available. Uh, I don't know exactly what platform you're using, but it's, it's uh, yeah. Uh, so, we're talking about episode 22 of season three. This is the last episode of season three, uh, graduation day part two. We're closing out season three. We're finishing it up. And this is also, for the foreseeable future, <laughs> the last... See, this is why live stuff is so... There we go. <laughs> there. This that's pretty good. Yes. Although, there's a pretty high horizon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Omar's gone. Hey. hey. We should tilt it. Can, can you do sideways on the... There you yeah. go. Oh, that's great. Hey. Yeah. Wow. I feel they like They might have Rizdal. to be tilting their phones, or they just they enjoy watching us sideways. Yeah, watch We're it. We're all, yeah. like, sideways. This is fun. It's like Passengers, maybe. I didn't see it. I, <laughs> those at home we just put on a live Instagram Passengers comes out on Christmas though right oh so it's not even out yet I think it, I don't know I've been in a lot of airports Probably. recently and I saw a lot of advertisements for it I think it's like a Christmas release that was a a hefty backstory for telling me how you know about <laughs> no, the No, because I don't care about passengers. It. I just wanted to clarify that I only know about passengers because I've seen a lot of advertisements at airports. Uh, <laughs> continue. We'll just let that sit in the background. We also have this podcast that we need to pay attention to. People are going to listen to this like a couple weeks from now and be like, wow, what are they doing? They seem distracted. Yeah, uh, you're right. <laughs> We can turn that off if we want. No, sorry. Yeah, if you're watching we'll on Instagram, it. we're recording yeah. uh, the last. You're getting a nice preview content. of. Uh, if of... we had a Criterion collection of this podcast, this would be on the. the... Ooh, oh, yeah, great. Podcast TV. 
Um, so we let's go ahead and head into the library for what might be the last. This is the Sunnydale uh, High Library. Yeah. Let's head in for what is for the foreseeable future the last time. Yeah. The last time. The One last time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's head in. Man, we're all really right. playing it out for the Instagram audience right now. So all of our we're already eight things. minutes into this thing, and we haven't even talked about Buffy. We've yeah, talked about I, Taylor Swift. For <laughs> five yeah, minutes. another twelve minutes of Taylor Swift conversation before we can. <laughs> uh, we just dis- get Taylor Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. like Taylor Swift parallel to Harmony. Okay, we're good. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. that was wow. That was great. All right, <laughs> Taylor Swift would write hags in your ear. <laughs> I can see that, mm-hmm. but no periods. But, no, and an uppercase be, H, all it, lowercase. Yeah. Or would it be Habs? Have a bad summer because she's bitter. Now you have bad sound. Now oh, you have bad syllables. blood. Yeah. Ooh. Habs with two Bs. Have a bad blood summer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Habs. <laughs> I'm just re-picturing that music video now being all about yearbooks. Yeah. <laughs> like revenge Ooh. of the bad yearbook signing. <laughs> now we have bad blood. Yeah. Have a bad blood summer. I wish Speaking I could sign blood. Yeah. <laughs> In her uh, a lot of it spilled. In, blood yeah, yeah. In, in uh, a lot of it spilled in this episode, um, both absorbed by Angel and uh, uh, omitted by Angel's body as mm. he was and shot by, by Nero. Faith. Yeah, and spilled by Lots Faith. Uh, so, just a really quick recap. This is the way that Netflix showed it to me. I don't know, but it was like previously on Buffy, and then it was just Faith falling out a window. <laughs> yeah, previously so, on Buffy, the Vampire, Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Actually, who has the voiceover? Because it's usually, usually like Giles. Anthony Stewart head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess it would it's be. It wouldn't Giles. be Giles. It would be Anthony Stewart head the yeah. actor. Yes, no, the actor Giles. person is the character Giles. Just, yes. Just, okay, that's. Yes, excuse me. Nuts. His title is actor person. <laughs> <laughs> actor person Anthony Stewart Giles. Um, so uh, so that's the last thing that happened. Uh, Chris is going to catch you up in five commencement sentences, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're going to hop right into part two and wrap up season three uh, with our special guest day. Uh, All right, Chris, take it away. With her plan to feed Faith to Angel to cure him of the killer of the dead poison that is coursing through him, squashed by Faith jumping onto a truck and escaping, Buffy realizes that the only way to save Angel is to punch him in the face and anger him and convince him, Angel, you gotta drink my blood. He does, and he drinks her so much to the point that she passes out and he brings her to the hospital. One. (laughs) In the hospital, conveniently, Faith is in a coma next door, and the mayor is looking after her and realizes, hmm, Buffy's next door. So he goes next door and tries to suffocate Buffy, but Angel pushes him away, and the two of them get into a battle of words behind, you know, whose slayer is going to come out on top. And Angel is determined to scare off the mayor, so he shoves him away, and the the mayor leaves and ominously gives a warning of ominous ascension-y type gloom. Two... In their dreams, Faith and Buffy communicate in a peaceful way where Faith informs Buffy that she needs to play on human frailty in order to defeat the mayor. And Buffy wakes up and lets the gang know that we need to prepare for war, which turns into a plan that does not involve hummus, but rather involves rallying the students behind this cause and arming the students and getting them all behind this plan as they all sit in their robes and the mayor arrives at graduation prepared to give his big speech. Three. 
The mayor gives his entire speech up until the point that the ascension kicks in and he turns into the giant snake Olvacan who is starting to feast upon all the children but little did he know that Buffy was ready for this and she and all the students reveal that they have planned for this and they have an organized army that fight against the mayor and his vampire hordes and they beat him back and Buffy uses Fate's dream Fate's advice by taunting the mayor about stabbing Faith and rushes into the high school where Giles has set a giant trap of napalm and Giles explodes the school killing the mayor snake and leaving charred wreckage of the high school. Four. Angel disappears into the night into his own series (laughs) and the Buffy gang unites in a exhausted but relieved way where they all come together and rejoice in the fact that they didn't just survive the battle, but they survived high school. Five. Awesome. That's great, yeah. I just, like, can we go with, like, Buffledore's army here? Ooh. (laughs) Buffledore's army. I'm in it. That's good. I'm in it. That's good. Mm -hmm. Do a little... Yeah, it really is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's. uh, I had actually like kind of forgotten the specific details of how they go about defeating the mayor and stopping Mm -hmm. the ascension. And I have to say, like, it's it's so satisfying the moment where they all just like the almost like a I am no man scene where they just talk about like how tiny the graduating class. Every time I watch it, I'm like. There's like no one here. It's like fourteen people graduating. <laughs> well, it's weird because I like I also I had a really small graduating class, mm-hmm. so it seems like normal to me. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird because it's also like if you think about it, they were kind of setting it up throughout the season. So it's like when they go because it's like Willow talks to Percy and like sure. Xander yeah. can talk to like Cordelia because it's like yeah, they're kind of like this ragtag group of like the kind of like outcasts of Sunnydale, but at the same time they still taught and it's like Buffy and like Jonathan like it's like oh yeah they've been interacting with other students and especially with the whole when the class protector thing comes up like yeah. yep. they know her so then when it gets mm-hmm. to this point it's not unheard of that they can go and ask the entire totally class to I'm just so shocked by how t- how few people are there <laughs> at, like just graduating yeah the a lot of classes died. died yeah a lot of people died. a lot of, people died. A lot of them die the at the fight mortality rate. yeah yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah a lot so of them do sense. die at the fight yeah, yeah. Larry dies. Yeah. It's not in, it's not explicitly clear that he's dead, uh, but I remember that somewhere in the canon, be it like books or whatever, like that is the death of Larry. Yeah. yeah. Larry Bagby the third, dead in the line of duty. Jeez. And Harmony, dead. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. And maybe we'll hear more about what happened there. <laughs> wink wink. But yeah, you Harmony full on bit by a vampire. Yep. That whole sequence is great. There's a... I remember when I first watched Buffy, I watched it in VHS form because there were these VHSs that were released that only showed six episodes uh, of the first three seasons. So it was like, I didn't watch the whole season. I just watched like oh, the like important the ones. Of, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what they did in the 90s with yeah. TV shows. Yeah. And there was a lot of special feature stuff. So I remember what Joss said about this episode where um, he said that he offered Alexis Denisoff the chance to fight 
Mm. And he said, do you want Wesley to have this big heroic moment? And it was Alexis Denisov who was like, no, I want Wesley to be knocked on his ass within the first <laughs> minute he runs the battle. Bless that man. Bless that man. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> it's that's a great like, choice. I was, uh, I went to go see, they did like a Big Trouble in Little China screening with like a Q&A. And the whole thing with like, uh, it's kind of off topic, but like related. But the whole thing with like Kurt Russell and John Carpenter was, uh-huh. the whole joke is that, um, uh, Kurt Russell's character in that movie is just he's just really bad at everything so it's like mm-hmm. every time they get into like a fight sequence he's just like he doesn't do anything yeah so then the whole joke became like how much time can I kill during this like sequence so it was like he would like do these things so it's like there's like the one time where he has like the he has like the knife or whatever in his boot and it gets stuck in the person so he has, he's like okay so that's two minutes like I'm just kind of like stuck on my ass like my boot so it's like it was like all these different things like how can I just be really bad at this Mm -hmm. so their whole thing going back and forth is not how like how can I be a hero how can I be like really victorious in this fight sequence it's It's how bad can I be it's like how bad can I be I love that at this fight sequence and how can I just like kill time where it's like my quote unquote like sidekick uh, character is actually the one who's like kicking ass yeah. and doing all this stuff and I always think that's so funny that's like a Buster Keaton yeah. Jackie yeah. Chan move right mm-hmm. where it's like not mm-hmm. the easiest best way out it's yeah. like lots of times they're just like flailing and trying to figure stuff out yeah yeah, yeah that whole bit is great like the what is that a crane shot or a dolly shot the Maybe part where jib, it, yeah, yeah where it just zooms up on Angel and you're just like oh Angel, look at yeah. badass. The best, Coming in oh with my Angel's God. army. I literally yeah. have it. Angel Door's army? I have it in my notes. Uh, yeah, it just says Hot Boy Squadron because I feel like once it goes to like, because it's like Angel and it's like Percy. Percy and it's like, oh, it's like, okay, so you got all the and hot Wesley. dudes. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, <laughs> but it's like, you just get all, like all the fucking like hot dudes to yeah. be like, all right, here we come. Here's our squadron of like, because everyone is just kind of like, okay, these people, these people, these people. And it's like, Angel, Percy. These are, these are clearly the more attractive boys <laughs> yeah. that are gonna. It's just so funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love Angel's. I like Angel's whole "I'm not gonna say goodbye" thing because it's sadder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it also is like, in Angel's mind, I believe, the final true romantic moment of them is that pseudo sexual feeding off of her. Oh wow! It crushes it's the can. very sexual. Yeah, it's not. It's. Very sexual. Maybe super sexual is the way to say that. <laughs> but after that, it's like Angel's going to leave because he can't handle a goodbye himself. I think yeah. that almost in a way Angel would be afraid that like, I don't know, that even. That he won't leave. Yeah, that he won't yeah. leave or whatever it is. He's like, I just need to leave to go. Yeah. But he sees her. He sees that she survives. And then he takes off. And I feel like that moment, that decision comes when he is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's Giles of all people who tells him like, the sun's coming up. Yeah. And it's like the history between those two characters, it's, you can see that Angel realizes he's not part of the Scooby. Like yeah. He doesn't fit in this, and that it's better for Buffy, to for him to actually just go. Mm-hmm. Um, just keeping the wound open. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Just yeah. go. Don't call anymore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the high school. Uh, the breakup. And Giles finding the diploma. Yep, yep. So touching. I yeah. love that. That was nice. Uh, Giles is like the nicest. Like he knows like he's a great gift giver. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all of those locations and we'll all go back soon as a group field trip. I, I kind of jumped the gun on it because I was visiting a friend in Torrance who has a baby oh, there. But I went to the high school the other day and it is all there. It's there. It's, it's, in, all it's there. preserved. And the house is down the street. 
Is it? Oh my god. Yeah, no, the, the outside of her house. A 1630 is, Ravello Drive? Yes. Oh my god. It's like it's like two minutes away from the school. We gotta I, go. I went there, I saw the tree, and I was like, that's the tree. That's, oh. that's the tree that certain someone's hide behind smoking. It's a tree. Oh. <laughs> I got so excited. Someone's. About a tree. Uh, a tree. Ooh. Maybe our new band name, the certain someone's. Sure. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm really good at coming up with band names. I'm very bad at starting a band. I'm okay at starting. Like bands. I, uh, my 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 band that I really want to start is a uh, Nikki Brand and the Emotional Rescue Show, Ooh. which is a video drum reference. Wow, I love that. Because uh, anyway, it's yeah. a good one, right? That's a good Rolling reference. That's great. That's a good one. Yeah, the Emotional Rescue Show. I love yeah, it. I hate that's her show. Rescue. Yeah, that's a. But that spot where they all come up at the bottom of the steps, like I was walking on those steps, and it's like these are the steps. Yep. Harmony was killed right here. Ugh. So I have a quick question uh, that we might not know the answer to, mm-hmm. which is uh, exciting. Uh, when they, when Giles, you know, uh, pu- pulls down the paddle and uh, there's an explosion <laughs> in the school, that that looked like the actual exterior, right? Or did they build a model and blow fire oh, out? Like that looked do. real. Like I it mean, didn't they look... didn't blow up the school. <laughs> right. That much we do. VFX. I was, what was it, cause I, I watched it and I was like, it didn't look like they like... I know that the... Because I've watched the extras on the DVD for that. And I saw... I remember seeing them like computer animating like the demon. Okay. That goes through the school. So I, I would <laughs> guess to say that it's a model. It's definitely a computer animated okay. demon. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I mean, I remember like... I thought it was just a squiggly... I thought it was just like a... Like he just drew it on top of the film. Yeah, but yeah. With crayon. Like uh, that was a swarm or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can we... Oh, sorry. What you got? I was looking up trivia for this episode. The one trivia item is... Sorry. When the Scooby gang think about attacking, attacking the mayor with hummus, this is not to be confused with hummus, which is an Egyptian meal. What? Wait. It is. I think that's what Oz meant. I think that's hummus. what he meant, guys. Yeah. That's but a, it's a joke. Did they think joke. that it was Hamas? Hamas instead of hummus? Yeah, we'll recruit the Hamas. <laughs> They're pretty effective. <laughs> that's one, probably one of my top favorite lines. I forgot in like you when you said it. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Forgot, we attacked yeah. the mayor with hummus. Oh. All right, I stand corrected. Yeah, <laughs> just keeping things in perspective. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Oh, it's oh, a glorious Oz, always there in a pinch. Oh, yeah. I've started to lean towards the hummus approach. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> it's so good. That is just I mean, he wouldn't, perfect. right? Like, he wouldn't. He would not? No, he would not. <laughs> in your guys' strat, in, in your guys, in, if you guys were there at graduation day, what, uh, what position would you have in the crowd? I would want to be firing the flaming arrows. Well, I was thinking the flaming the arrows, too. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, I, I don't think also you'd be good at hand to hand. Me neither. I'd be fl- I'd be next to day on the flaming arrows, uh, the bowmen. Yeah. <laughs> Who mm-hmm. leads them? Xander. Xander. I mean, Xander, yeah. Xander yeah. leads the whole operation. Yeah, well, yeah. he's the man. Well, that was him. Was that because of his military? Yes, the, yeah. the convenient. Exactly. Yeah. The convenient when we needed in a pinch. Oh, Xander still remembers yeah. his man. Yeah. Just and Xander. also, uh, flat, uh, huge. It makes the Zeppo a very important episode because he's able to get the bomb materials yes. together. That's yeah. all from Zeppo. Like oh, Zeppo's on a throwaway wait. episode. This is what I was looking for. Okay, so according to Marty Noxon, my hero, in a DVD commentary, the explosion scene was filmed at 5 a.m. in Torrance, California, where the outdoor scenes had been filmed for the previous three years. The explosion was so huge, mm. it woke up many of the residents, broke windows, and set off car alarms. As a result, the town refused to allow Buffy to film there again. 
<laughs> so it was. Real. They didn't so blow up the school, real. but they blew up. Not so crazy after all, <laughs> so huh, they guys? They must have done explosions that just didn't. Maybe they. Maybe it was like a depth. Yeah, yeah, like a depth perception. And now I really want to look into them. And now I'm like, why would you not alert a neighborhood well, that you're going to yeah. explode? Because that's stuff. the thing. They God, were very real looking explosions. Yeah. And speaking to someone who has had to do explosions, like you kind of need to like tell people. Yeah, it's like a. a it's 5 a.m. in Torrance. Like, Torrance I can see Joss being town. like, look, we're going to college next year. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, we don't need, need this school. location. They don't yeah. need Torrance but, but, anymore. But they needed, they needed <laughs> that needed house. They needed Ravello's. That's yeah. true. And I guess they were able to keep that. Yeah. I guess hmm. maybe just they just allow Or they have enough exterior shots. <laughs> They're like, you know, oh, we're yeah, yeah. Duffy the umpire friender. It's a different show entirely. We just need Baseball show. My name is Josh. <laughs> and the people of Torrance quickly forgot. <laughs> That's funny. I remember when I when I walked up to the school, I was like, "All right, I'm staring at a school. I'm some random person. Um, I'm gonna just at least tell a teacher just so it's fine." And I was like, "Hi." I like go into like some after school program thing. It's like a bunch of high school kids. I was like, "Hi. I'm sorry. I don't know if you ever hear this, but I'm a big fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer." And the teacher was like, "Just just get back there." <laughs> She's like, did you bring your steak? And I was like, no. She's like, well, whatever happens to you, it's not on us. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. The one time I was there, um, it was very disappointing because the school was actually like under construction. Like they were doing oh, construction. No. So there was like blue, there were like fences with blue all around. So like I saw it. I sat on the bench outside where I was like, Willow sat here at some point. <laughs> yeah, like, she did. Like people sat here. I did that um, too. My friend and I like joked about like climbing over, but I was like, uh, I know I don't want to like be caught trespassing on a school. Right. It's it was during summer, so like no one, like there wasn't school. Like okay, it was summertime, but like you gotta go. I will go back. Just go in. They let you in. They let me in. <laughs> They're like whatever. We get it. You also yeah. have superpowers though, because we went to brunch earlier, and the wait time went from thirty minutes to literally now in a second. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, like... Uh, thirty minute wait actually. Now I'll it's fine. But like, she was literally like, oh, I didn't see that table that's open. You can just sit there. So you're like, magic. What? Yeah, that's Chris, awesome. is, Chris has legitimate powers yeah. of charm. Luck powers. Okay. Yeah. You and Flitwick are tight, right? <laughs> buddies. Um, Big buddies. But the, so, uh, the school uh, was also filmed inside. And mm -hmm. the, the window, because I went in just to use the bathroom because I didn't actually think about that they even shot inside the school. And it's where I saw the window in which Angelus oh, yeah. killed Jenny. And yeah. Like, oh, was shit. Just like, <gasps> and it was just like silent. It was a cold day. It was like a cold, depressing, overcast day. And I was like alone in Sunnydale High. It was so weird. But uh, anyway, the kids were not alone in Sunnydale High during graduation. And they stood together and they beat the mayor. Yeah. Hey. Well, so another thing about this episode that I'm reading about uh, is that they had the same issue that they had with like the earshot. So this episode aired almost two months after it was originally scheduled to air because of oh, kind of like school violence got it. Um, and Columbine. And that stuff. makes sense. Yeah, it's so an incredibly. But apparently, both both that. Sarah Michelle Gellar and Seth Green spoke against it. So what they did is they reran Ban Candy instead of showing the like, oh, okay. finale originally, and then two months later they aired it. 
Oh, wow. Not a bad plan. waiting until schools graduated and stuff. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because it's insane. kids with flamethrowers yeah. yeah. and yeah. axes. Yeah. And... It's crazy. Mm. And I can't believe that was that year, too. Yeah. The year of Columbine. Well, well that's another thing. So the fact that it's like this graduation in like 1999, when you have like all this like Y2K stuff that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, mm, at, end of the world. Later. Yeah, it is. It's like, so you have this like end of the world storyline where, like, in real life, people were like, oh, my God, the world's ending. Like, Y2K, like, blah, 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 whatever. Did you Will guys... 2K? Will 2K? You guys yeah. know Will 2K, right? No. no. The Will Smith song? No. What? Yeah. Oh, it's the best. What? How do you... I don't know this. I'm really ignorant with music. Oh, you gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta listen to Will 2K today. Okay. It goes, it goes Bach, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he goes the, uh... I did you listen to Bach at bedtime? <laughs> That's good. So I've got that. Okay, great. You're halfway there. <laughs> All you need is Miami, <laughs> uh, Men in Black. I mean, oh, no, yeah, I know. I know Men in Black and like Wild Wild West. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got us in the two of us. Millennium. Yeah. There's Willennium a line is. in it where he goes, where they go, we're gonna party like it's 90. He goes, hold up. It is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> classic. That's like a, only one person was ever gonna get to make that joke in music and Will Smith well, made yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Big Willie style, still all in it. Now a major DC villain. Yeah. Major? Who, I mean, he's in his yeah, own movie. I would say he's, in cinematically speaking, he's probably bigger than Lex right now in terms of how people feel about it. I just him. don't count any of it. <laughs> well, okay, movie. but in all the stuff that you don't count, sure. he's the biggest. <laughs> Whether or not you acknowledge it, <laughs> I choose not to accept it. I mean, that's fine. Ostrich approach. Who did I say? Oh, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, uh, Captain from DS9, uh, Cisco. Cisco. Uh, the, my, he's my choice for uh, Green Lantern in the DC universe. Oh, that'd be awesome. Cinematic universe. It, it, it doesn't make sense not to have him play Green Lantern. As John Stewart, and I would accept nothing else. But I don't think it's gonna work. Like mm-hmm. also, when people are like, "Who is this?" I think I was talking to Mark Frank Williams uh, of SNBC fame, uh, also a writer of uh, on Warehouse Thirteen, um, about that. And he was, and I think his comment was because uh, Common was in the running for a little while, and he was like, "I want Common to be his own Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Like it's just Common, but Common <laughs> happens to be it's just, a Green Lantern. Yeah, it's just." <laughs> Pop yeah, he's not rapper. John Stewart. He's just Common, common the Green Lantern. That is uh, hilarious. <laughs> so, but yeah, this is a huge episode, guys. It closes out season three. We lose a lot of people. We see yeah. a lot of people. We see a lot of people inspired by Buffy. Yeah. To rise to the occasion. Um, we've seen uh, uh, three years now uh, where Buffy is defending everybody, and it's difficult. Now and, they're helping her. And exactly, exactly. It's they're aligned with her on it. Everyone's accepted that there's crazy stuff going on, and the fact that it's a high school class rising up against Mayor Wilkins is amazing yeah. to me. Because yeah. he is to the end the most scary, patronizing, uh, yeah, mansplaining, violent. 1950s character. <laughs> it's just so creepy. Like, he's like just how like polite he is. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. creepy. It's just mm-hmm. like, ugh. Yeah. No, I'm not opposed to Cordelia's plan about Ebola, by the way. I thought the fake Ebola was a pretty good. I thought <laughs> well, it would have worked, bar honestly. And write Ebola on it. We didn't even need real Ebola. Chase him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cordelia, chase him. Uh, oh. And then she had, and then finally her and I said the moment. That scene. Yep. That scene, oh, oh my god. Oh, so good luck in England. Yeah. I love that. And the lead up too, the like, that I'd be wanted, wanted. <laughs> oh my god, that part is so awful and great. Oh my god. And I love that just so in the instant that it happens, it's like, Wes, you, you 
you fucked this up. Yeah. I don't say that. I, I probably that's probably the first time I've said that word on the podcast, but you can't use a different one. No. And it's like that is so. It's like two chances. It's just so awkward. And she gives him a second chance. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, what is he doing with like his arms? He's like <laughs> so awkward. It's good that he doesn't. She's yeah. still a student. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like she's eighteen. She's about to graduate. She's, yeah. to graduate she's eighteen, man, and you have the emotional maturity of a blueberry scone. <laughs> <laughs> It was already Giles approved. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I love that Wes comes back and joins the fight. Oh, yeah. 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 He may not live to see their glory, but he'll, he'll gladly join the fight. <laughs> and the, uh, and I, I love the Cordy. Like, oh, he's so classy. Isn't he so classy? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, before I see the hand getting close to the bell, uh, but real quick, I just want to, I just want to give a shout out to Snyder. Who oh, Yeah. Is a butt for most of the time we've known him. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we get a great justification at the end, and I love it. I love it where he's like, I stand for order. And like, that's his yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, loves yeah. order. Yeah. And he stands up to Mayor Wilkins post demon. Yeah, he's just to like, death. You yeah. demon, you stop this now. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're gonna yeah. talk this the demon down. School. Like, yeah. ground, like, put the demon into tension. Like, what are you gonna yeah. do, Snyder? Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's difficult to, it's like, so crazy. It's, not a, it's not a good move per se. Uh, because it doesn't stop Wilkins, no. but it's a move that I appreciate because it makes you sticks... respect Snyder. More. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. he sticks to his guns and he's not this like coward. Like we see a little bit in Band Candy, he goes and like we make fun of him. And I think that like you know compared to Giles or whatever, like yeah, I think in those situations. But in the moment where he's the principal and he's standing up for something he believes in, yeah, he's he does it. And he doesn't flinch for a second. No. Yeah. I just like put together that both principles get eaten. Like, I mean, I knew it obviously, Whoa. but I yeah. wasn't like, oh, that's how they both die by being eaten by by yeah. some vicious creature. Wow. Yeah. And it's good to know that Herbert's still out there. Oh, Herbert. <laughs> right. So before before the bell rings, I feel like we need to talk about Buffy and Faith stuff a little bit. Mm. Oh, for sure. Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I've never quite understood that. Whole the sequence. dream yeah like why all of a sudden faith is like down to help i'm just like i mean i think the biggest thing is like well first of all the biggest thing that annoys me about that scene is how they do like the flashes so it's like if you couldn't tell this is a dream sequence so let's just like do flashes of like someone in a hospital bed like yeah. the knife and like everything i think what it is is like faith's whole thing is that she just wants to like fit in with someone true true so it's like faith and the mayor's whole relationship is that he's like this father figure for her and he's proud of her and I mean when Buffy and Faith first met like they had this kind of like sisterly bond like it's basically like Faith wants a family yeah and like Faith has all this stuff with her mom and like all this other stuff so I feel like all of Faith's relationships with people and like when Faith kind of like clings to someone or has a relationship with with someone it's because like she just wants a family she just wants to like belong with someone yeah Yeah, that's fair so all the stuff with Faith and Buffy I mean, obviously gets bad because, I mean, yeah. Buffy fucking, like, stabs Faith. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's, like, they they had that. Like, they had, mm. like, a friendship. They had a bond. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, I don't even think it's more Buffy. Like, it's also kind of Buffy's fault. Like, I think it's both of their faults because it's, like, if Buffy yeah. was more trusting with yeah. Faith and, like, actually let her in on things and, like... Tricky situation. Yeah. So yeah. It was... It's yeah, and it's also the gang as well. Like Willow, I kind of have flashbacks to how Willow initially was, was resistant like, yeah, to was like faith. Yeah, when Anya comes in in part yeah. one, where she says, "What's evil do girl doing yeah. in the mix?" Yeah, like, she Instantly. gets very defensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I think that that 
Faith was never really given a chance to really comfortably join the crew. Yeah. No. And one thing about Wilkins is as awful as he is, I think that he really does love Faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that in, and you see that in the hospital. Yeah. Is it's like, this isn't and him trying speech. to skeeve on her. Yeah. yeah. He loves her. Yeah. As a it never gets weird. No. Yeah. In and fact, at one point, she makes it weird for a second with the sugar like, daddy, yeah, right? And he's like, and no. He's like no, 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 no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I think, is interesting. Um, and then also that moment with Giles before Giles stabs him in part one, and he says that thing about, like, what a spunky little girl you've raised. Mm-hmm. It's almost like in that moment, Giles and Wilkins are kind of their beef is brought to light yeah. of the Wilkins sees Giles as an opponent uh-huh. and who's raising the better slayer. Yeah. Uh, and and then he even feels that way with Angel too. It's yeah, just like he Wilkins is more aggressive towards the men in Buffy's life than he is at all towards Buffy herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, until the moment that he faces her down. Um, so I found that the I find that to make him even more ominous and interesting of a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The dream part, we won't get into it too much because we're a non-spoiler podcast, uh, except for the episodes where we specifically cite that, but uh, the phrase that Faith says, I won't say what it means, but Little Miss Muffet counting down from 730. Yeah. If you know what that means, you know what that means, but that was something that was specifically planted now. And that will be so something. Put it in your back pocket. I feel put like I don't back. even. I'm like, yeah. wait, what are uh, you we'll talking about? It's, yeah. 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 But I don't know. That whole. I like that whole sequence and I like that that's there because it almost feels, it almost feels out of character for Buffy to actually stab Faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. And actually want to kill her. And I, it's only because of Angel, but it's, it seems weird because of all that like Buffy and Faith have been through. So it's cool that they get that like final, yeah. you know, it's like a dream sequence thing. And then she like goes up to her and like kisses her on the forehead and everything because like mm-hmm. they still, it's like they still care about each other, which is what makes it like harder and weirder because yeah. it's like they were friends at some point so it's like yeah. this weird like mm-hmm. um yeah and i also like i like how faith like she knows that she's like basically like dead like but she's like i'm not even gonna give you this like it's like yeah you got me you stabbed me but you don't get my body haha yeah I myself under a truck like it's like yeah it's so dark yeah but, that's crazy yeah the, uh, that fight scene is pretty good in terms of uh, stunt doubling. There's some moments where they peek through a little bit, but overall, the final Buffy Faith showdown is yeah pretty seamless. In the original release, it's really good. Now that Netflix has like, spruced stuff up, I was like, a little clearer. Could have kept it the way it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's just me. And that's our bell, which means we're almost out of time, but luckily we have an extracurricular activity left for this year. This is our last extracurricular activity. We're going to be doing something on the spot, making it completely up with our special guest day. And it's going to be uh, inspired by Graduation Day Part 2. So, Holland Farkas, what are we doing this week? Or today, minutes after the previous session. (laughs) Um, I feel like we need to take a moment uh, to reflect on uh, uh, surviving surviving high school, guys. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Uh, There was a lot that went on. 
uh, man. Oh, you mean like our personal Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I like how, so you have the end of the episode where they're all sitting there kind of like reflecting. They're like, okay, yeah. we did it. We beat the Ascension. But also Oz is just like, yeah, but like we survived high school. Like, <laughs> and, but also, but also happened. high school's over and they're just kind of like sitting there and just like they have that kind of like moment to just be like, like we, we did it. Like we graduated, especially because Oz like yeah five or how many years he did to be like it's a back and stuff it is a crazy thing where like you when you're in high school it feels like that's everything is there but like really like you get as another whole chance at life after high school Mm -hmm. and like you get to really come into your own and figure out stuff about yourself uh and craft your personality and work on things uh and let stuff go as well so yeah, I guess we could do a collective like sigh to just let all our the Man. let go of all that previous high school stuff. Should we do that? Just, just, just a collective sigh. What if we do a what if we do a commencement speech that we trade we we go word by word? Oh god. Oh my god. That won't be terrible. Let's do it. All right. This will be the worst speech <laughs> in the history of speeches. <laughs> and they'll end it with a sigh. That's how we'll mm-hmm. know that it's done. Okay, great. Today we look back. At the time we spent here at Sunnydale High School, we have had so many challenges and memories. Sometimes others would say very cruel things about us, but we know that. We are the best people in the universe. As the students carry lessons into our later life, it's important to remember where we came from sunnydale high school rules thank you for everything Great commencement speech. Great commencement speech. And unlike Mayor Wilkins, we got through all of it. Uh, and none of us are giant snakes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, guys, let's take a moment. We didn't just survive high school and the battle. We survived the first three seasons of Buffy the Vampire. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. It, guys. Oh, man. And we finally got Day on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, Day, where can folks find you if they'd like to see all your things? Ooh, all my things. Well, let's see. Um, I have a website. Dayanhutton.com. Like, do I need to spell my name? It feels really awkward. Like, we'll tweet it. Great, perfect, <laughs> all the things. Or um, Twitter, Dayan Hutton. Facebook, Dayan Hutton. Instagram, Abraham underscore Lincoln. Ooh, because I couldn't let it go. <laughs> I wasn't gonna get rid of it. Um, and yeah, so I've got things on the YouTube's and on the video games. If you play Life is Strange. There's my voice around on that. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's going to be some people who are legitimately freaked out by that. They're going to connect the dots and be like, oh oh my god. Connect the dots, yeah. I had someone, like, when I was doing my live stream, they were like, talk like Kate. And I was like, I am. It's just my voice. (laughs) 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 I'm just less sad right now. (laughs) (laughs) Acting. 
<laughs> didn't do much for that voice. It's just kind of me. That was I'm this oh this is a cra- no but like that was the craziest part about that game because I got a copy because I used to work with Ashley right. and so she brought a bunch of copies in. She's like, tell me what you think, and I was like, okay. And I started playing it, so it's like I was expecting Ashley, who just sounds like Ashley, like Chloe just sounds like Ashley. And then I like didn't know I was like this voice sounds familiar, and then I was like looking at the credits, and I was like, oh. And then I'm like playing it, and like the thing that happens with your character, right. I was just like. This is too much. <laughs> it, it, like, Life is Strange is not a game you can play when you, like, recognize the voice. Because it's already, yep. like, a really crazy game. And then you recognize the voices and you're just like, this is too much. Unless you, like, don't care about the people. Unless there are people who have played and they're like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't. I failed. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I <laughs> did like, not no. fail, and I was very excited about it. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's like one of those things where you're just... I care too much about everything. That's so great. I'm going to judge you on that. That's it was props. It's a really heavy game. I feel like there should be a warning. I maybe I don't know. It's a really good game. It's a good game. If you know day, this might be a very difficult game to play through. Yeah, that should flash. No, I know there's a fan made website that just started like right around Comic Con because I did a special Q and A for them when they released it. They did like a Kate Marsh support group on the website yeah. so it's like an actual Aww. place where there's people that you can talk to if you're having a hard time and oh, stuff man. like that oh, so, the, so they like have you played they've it? they've really taken you borrow it, you the fandoms really yeah they realize they take care of each other and they've really awesome. done great things that's so that's great awesome. it's a great game how about you, Holland, if people wanted to find uh, your playthroughs of Life is Strange? Where can uh, find I would never stream that because I, li- I honestly, I started sobbing at some point. Like, <laughs> no one needs to watch that. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas. Uh, Facebook, Holland Farkas. Don't go there. Um, Instagram is Farkland. Uh, website, hollandparkers.com, that I do not update. Um, I do videos for Loot Crate Studios, so uh, you can watch my videos. Uh, Loot Crate Studios, uh, YouTube, I think I should see YouTube.com. I should create, probably. Um, yeah, and we do, we do fun stuff there. Yeah, I was just in New York those. filming something, so that was fun. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Chris? Where can folks find you? Hello, my name's Chris Bramante. You can find me with musical improv group Robot Teammate. We perform, uh, we stream on the Geek and Sundry channel at noon every Monday. We now have uh, new live shows every month. There's one at the Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica and one at IO West uh, every month. You can go to robotteammate.com to see when that is. Um, I am a Montioc on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. You can find music videos Omar and I just put out Hufflepuff Pass you can still check that one out and that's still a thing that sort of is somewhat recent um, <laughs> we're going to keep doing Hamilton sing-alongs next year so keep your eyes open for stuff of that nature and yeah that's the thing nice uh, I'm Omar you can also find me on Twitter at Omar Najam or in any theater playing Rogue One uh, <laughs> for the next probably two years <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also I'm an improv team as well I perform uh, twice a month at the clubhouse and once a month at UCB Sunset Inner Sanctum Chris and I had the pleasure of playing together a month or two ago that was a Mm -hmm. lot of fun that was a great show Mm -hmm. Uh, so keep an eye out for uh, swimming lessons and I also like to tweet about when shows are coming up you can, and, and of course, as always, you can check out Sunnydale Study Group related stuff at Sunnydale Study Group uh, on Facebook as well as on Instagram. And if you want to check us out on Twitter, that's at SSG Podcast. Again, that's at SSG Podcast. 
And uh, you can go hop on iTunes and see all previous sessions if you want to hop back and listen to stuff or some of our extra credits that we've done recently during school specials. And we have a little bit of a Rogue One commentary coming out uh, mm-hmm. with special guest Mia Marcella. So that'll, we'll probably put that up in a closer to Christmas time. Um, in general, we just want to say a huge thank you. Such a huge, huge thank you for sticking with us for three seasons. We just finished season three of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We finished all the Sunnydale high school stuff when they were wow. high school students. Uh, and we've gotten to share so many of our personal stories, and we've gotten to share so many of your personal stories. Thank you so much for folks who tweet at us or post on Facebook about your experiences, what you go through. That's the absolute joy of it. Uh, thank you to folks from Buffy who we've had the pleasure of having on this year. Mm-hmm. That's been a huge milestone for us, and we're really excited. We have a bunch of insane, crazy, huge announcements that we're going to make in January, which is when we're going to come back and start Season 4, as well as maybe some other stuff, which I guess we could say now, yeah, right? say it. We're doing Angel. We're doing it. Yeah. All I'm, part of one podcast. Yeah. I've never watched Angel, so this is... Tibby Holland's yeah, first time. This is happening. I feel like I've never watched anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. we're doing <laughs> You won't have to go anywhere anywhere new. Uh, you can stay right here. We'll just be putting up all the podcasts on Sunnydale Study Group. Mm-hmm. It's all... We're, we're the study group, so we report out. And hopefully we'll have some stuff for you guys to uh, put on your laptops and wear on your jackets and stuff uh, come January. So we'll, we'll let you know all about that. But from the, bottom of, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for seeing with the podcast. Day, thank you for being our thank guest. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Day. Uh, <laughs> and guys, have a wonderful holiday season. Have a wonderful December. Have a great, great new year. Uh, we'll be back probably halfway through January. Mm-hmm. And until then, pack up your bags, pack up your books. We'll see you later. We got it.